What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. And welcome to the second part of this podcast. It's time for your Saturday mailbag or Friday if you're cool and watching on YouTube. So we've got your questions on Apple Podcasts. We've got your Fantasy Cops questions, and we have your emails. Email address is fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. I'm Adam Azer with Chris Towers. If you're watching on YouTube, you already know that. Chris in San Diego has our first Apple Podcast question. He needs to start two wide receivers and a flex. Not sure how to approach it. So, hey Adam? Yeah. Right before we started, you said, oh, I need to send you the notes. You, what? I sent them. Oh, you did. Hey, get, come on oh, now. into the wrong inbox. What the heck? <laughs> I don't know why that's you know, I had a I'm sorry. Because, I'm sorry. Uh, that's, that's technology's fault, Adam, not yours. Well, I look, yesterday I tweeted the link <laughs> that was not to the stream, but it was to StreamYard. Well, it was to be in the stream. Yeah, it was to the program <laughs> we used to broadcast, so people could have jumped on the stream with us. Yeah. Uh, so I thought I emailed the notes to the wrong person. That's good. And the notes happen to, they're a bunch of emails and also me talking trash about everyone else at the company. So it just <laughs> had to go to Chris and no one else. Uh, if you're wondering, hey, where are the news and notes? That was on a bonus pod that we recorded on Friday. So please check that out. It's already published. All right. Chris in San Diego needs a wide receiver, two wide receivers and a flex. He's got Thielen, Robert Woods, Tyler Lockett. Oh my gosh. I didn't even talk about DK Metcalf. I didn't see an update on DK Metcalf. Uh, with his, uh, he's got a foot injury, right? Yeah. Hopefully, we'll see something right now. Is it yeah, still Friday afternoon? Allen Robinson was upgraded to limited today. That's one thing I did see. Uh, we probably don't. With two twenty right now, we probably don't have anything on DK Metcalf. Yeah. I did just see Julio Jones is practicing for the third straight day, so yeah, he's expecting going. him to make his return. All right. Here's the question. I'm sorry. Thielen, Woods, Lockett need two of them. Thielen and Woods. I and think. then Lockett or Latavius Murray or Damian Harris. Oof. Oh, man, I don't like any of those guys, but I think it's got to be Lockett. Yeah, I think so. And Would you like Lockett better or worse if Metcalf did not play? Better. Better. Okay. Yeah. From the Jam Man, 10-team PPR. Oh, another one we didn't re- mention, by the way. Terry Kill was uh, limited today. Andy Reid didn't con- commit to him playing, but he sounded optimistic. And I just want to say, if Hill was out, I, I don't think you would move Miko Hardman much up your rankings, personally. That would be for me. Maybe he's in the wide receiver three range. Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, that's right. He's played five games without Tyree Kill in his career. He's averaged 10.3 uh, PPR points per game. His 16-game pace on targets was 77 in those five games. It's not like running back, you know? Like, it's not no. like the wide receiver one goes down and the wide receiver two just steps up. 
wide receivers still have to earn the targets they get. They still have to get open. Somebody's going to get those targets, though. What's that? Somebody's getting those targets, though, because Demarcus Robinson was pretty good without... Travis Kelsey. For one game. Yeah, it's not going to all go to Kelsey, but... Byron Byron Pringle. No, no, look, I'm in complete agreement with you. It's not... He's not a must-start, but... Yeah, I think he'd be like a low-end wide receiver three or or wide receiver four range, which is a little higher than where I have him now, but not a ton. Okay. The question from the Jam Man. It's a trade. Give up Chase Edmonds, Damian Williams, Chase Claypool, and Justin Jefferson. Chase Edmonds, Damian Williams, Chase Claypool, and Justin Jefferson. Get Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison, and Mike Williams. So if we look at this, what's that? I get the idea. Yeah. If you don't need, um, if you don't need the depth, then I think it's okay. But you're you're giving up two starting running backs and two starting wide receivers for one starting running back and one starting wide receiver. I don't yes, think you're getting you're... three players back, but you're getting one starting running back out of Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison. I Well, I guess you're giving up... You might but, only get one week out of Damian Williams, though, because sure, obviously he's not starting fair. this week. And then I don't know when Montgomery's coming back. Yeah. You probably get more than one week. Yeah, I mean, I think after the week nine bye is the most likely. So probably week 10. So he's still got probably two more games after this one. Okay. Um, uh, this is but, from... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I... And you're downgrading a wide receiver while giving up Chase Claypool. I... As good as Dalvin Cook slash Alexander Madison are, I, I think that's probably not worth doing. Next question is from... Obi-Wan Mahomey. Would, sure. Would you trade Daryl Williams for Miles Gaskin in a PPR league? No. Mm-hmm. And then pick one. A.J. Brown, Brandon Cooks, Chase Claypool, or Kadarius Toney? A.J. Brown. <laughs> Not for me. I I just like these other guys a lot. I like them all, too. I mean, Cooks and Claypool are both top 24 wide receivers for me, and Tony's yeah. top 30, but I'm... We we had this argument yesterday, but I, I haven't give, been given enough reason to think A.J. Brown is not a guy you start against every matchup. Okay. I'll take Cooks or Claypool, Cooks or Claypool. Unless you think he's just not healthy. Which No, I, I, it's not that. It's that. I just think that he's not going to be great every week, and this is the you know could be right, but his toughest matchup of said, the year. Was there any matchup that you could have envisioned where you wouldn't have started A.J. Brown before? Is there any matchup that I could have envisioned where I wouldn't start Tyreek Hill or Terry McLaurin? Right, but they, they shut those guys that, down. Well, not really. Like the they did the, the, sixty yards, seventy was, yards. That's I it was Terry McLaurin, Brandon Cooks. Um, yeah, I wrote and Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. And there was one other. Um, Deontay Johnson, other thirty guy. yards and a touchdown. Deontay Johnson. Those four guys averaged ten point three targets per game, ten point three fantasy points per game. Yeah, they weren't efficient. But if you tell me AJ Brown's going to get a bunch of targets, like he's the kind of player who needs one catch and run. So does Tyreek Hill. Right, and this Tyree is Kill also, didn't get it, but that doesn't mean Terry Kill couldn't have got it. Yeah, but 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 what I'm saying is like you've got other good options here. Yeah. So I'm it's but not an outright the best sit. of them. All right. I would go with uh, I guess Claypool stinking like, It's not like Chase yeah, Claypool's Claypool. a, a can't miss player. Ben Roethlisberger's still his quarterback. Yeah, I guess. And it's not and Davis Mills is still the quarterback. For Cooks. Uh, I'll go Claypool because he basically has been can't miss when Juju's been out this year. 
So, and Seattle's just awful in the secondary. All right, next up, Big Dog Wyatt, grade the trade, give up Kamara and A.J. Brown, get Gibson and Justin Jefferson. No. Pass. F. <laughs> I'll say C-. It's, it's not an F, but I, yeah, I think it's D because I think Kamara's a lot better than Gibson, and I don't think the gap between Brown and Jefferson is that big moving forward. From GHF, Tyler Lockett for Jamar Chase. Uh... Oh, you give oh, yeah. up Chase? I don't think so. You it's give a up Lockett. D for whoever's giving up Chase. You want Chase, right? Yes. Yes, get Chase. From Go Pack Go. Must be an NC State Wolfpack fan, I think. Says, hey, Jenkins, Newton, and Meyer, and Pouncey. Yeah, those are uh, Gators. Gross. Should wow. I start Miles Gaskin or Kadarius Tony? Full PPR. Phew. Um, I think I probably have Miles Gaskin ranked higher. I don't feel good about it, but yeah, him. <laughs> Tony for me. Uh, Win Chris, love the show. Question about starter sit for. I'm really like questioning myself. Am I just going gaga over Kadarius Tony? And I am. Should I be? I don't know. All right. Win Chris wants to know. Starter sit for a second running back. It's a standard scoring league. Um, Gaskin, Khalil Herbert, Gaskin, Khalil Herbert. Oh, man, well, yeah, because long... Dalvin Cook's going to play, so Alexander Madison wouldn't be an option. Um, I would go with Khalil Herbert there. Khalil Herbert is a top. Now he's, I think, eighteen or seventeen still at running back. Yeah, sorry, Chuba Hubbard sixteen. From Latter Day Saints, as in the New Orleans Saints, I am zero and five in my dynasty league, and the manager, um. Rough start. I don't know what that means. 0 and 5 of my Dynasty League. Thoughts on the following. I was offered Jalen Waddell, Trey Sermon, and a 2022 second round pick for Kareem Hunt and KJ Osborne. Hmm. I think it's fine. I think Jalen Waddell is going to be a pretty good uh, Dynasty wide receiver. I'm very excited to see what happens with Tua back this week. Um, and I just don't know how much value Kareem Hunt has in Dynasty now that you know he signed the extension last season, and we know he's going to be in Cleveland for the long haul. Like, we know he's going to be a a starting fantasy running back, but not necessarily, you know, there's not necessarily superstar upside. I don't know if there is that for Trey Sermon either, um, but I, I think that's probably worth doing because KJ Osborne. I don't think there's much there. I'm a little worried about Sermon though. No, Osborne oh yeah, is, no, I'm. I, they don't I think like him. you have to make this trade with the uh, the idea that it's just for Waddle, basically. Yeah, I think Sermon and, and a twenty twenty second round pick, like those are both. God bless you. You didn't hear that, those did you? Are, no. Okay. <laughs> those are both. Um, those are both. I think just sort of flyers at this point. But when you're zero five, like get as many bites of the apple as you can. And look, I mean Sermon there's something called the revealed preference theory in economics that people can say they prefer one thing or the other, but the way they spend their money is what they actually prefer uh, is the the basic theory behind it. And Trey Sermon was the number four. I mean, maybe number five running back coming into the season, number four running back, at least for the 49ers. We don't know what it would have been if Jeff Wilson had been healthy. So turns out they weren't lying because when Elijah Mitchell mm-hmm. came back, Trey Sermon played two snaps. I think Trey Sermon could break out into a bigger role. We see that all the time in the San Francisco offense. But 
right now, yeah, I think he's you're looking at him as just a flyer. Okay, the last Apple podcast question is from a a person with a name, uh, like a screen name, whatever you want to call it. It just felt wrong to me. It felt dirty to me. And luckily, Chris was talking about Sermon. I had time to look it up. Did you know what that meant? No. I'd never that, heard of it before. That feels like an old English word. Yeah, it's really disgusting. So I'm not going to read it, but it's very funny. Uh, I feel like I should share it. I, mean, I kind of want to share it. I mean... Can I can I read this? There's a word of the day blog. Yeah, I saw that. From, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, so, biscumber is a verb. Uh, biscumber is how you pronounce it. <laughs> it means to discharge or order or dung upon. And the blog post says, "What a perfect threat! It literally literally means to spray with poo." Yes, to discharge poo upon. <laughs> Uh, be scumbering. Okay. Give up AJ Brown. Get Hollywood Brown. Oh, that's really close. That's really, really close. I would go with AJ, but I, I think they're both top 15 wide receivers rest of the season. Oh, yeah, they are. But here come the fantasy cops. Chris is grooving, and we've got your questions. Now your fantasy cops disputes. Okay. First one comes from a city that is hosting or that hosted the 2010 Olympics. I don't have a name though. But I don't know. Uh, who wasn't I have that no idea. Wasn't that London? Sure. Was 2010 the Summer Olympics? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was London. No, right? 2010 couldn't have been. No, 2010 no, was winter. 2008 was Beijing, 2012 yeah. was London. 2010 was uh no idea. Soki. in Canada. Soki. I'm sure. Hey, Ray, Chris, Ed, and Terrell. Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis? Terrell Davis. These are, I think these are... I think these are Broncos. I'm not sure. No. No? Ray, Chris, Those Ed. are Ravens defensive players. Oh. Ray Lewis. Oh, Suggs. Ed Reed, Terrell Suggs, yeah. and Chris... Someone. Chris. Chris, Har- Chris Harris? Was he no. on the team? No. I don't think so. It's Chris. All Someone. Right, we'll figure it out. Uh, oh, God, I should know that. Okay, so anyway. Vancouver, by the way. The Couve. There you go. 10-team super flex, two flex league. Good friends, pretty competitive. At the draft, I took Najee Harris and Austin Eckler with my second and third picks, knowing they were both week seven buys. And then I continued to compile week seven buys, deciding to go short that week for a competitive advantage other weeks as we have a short five-person bench with zero IR spots. I mentioned my intentions at the live draft, and there was no issue at the time. Where the problem persists, in week five, the commissioner, nah. the commissioner decided to put to a vote that you must set a legal lineup and cannot have any players on by or IR in your starting lineup. And now, failure to do so would be an automatic loss and a monetary fine. Everyone voted, and the notion was passed. I actually like the rule, but I feel like it's being brought up solely to punish me. You can't do that midseason. You can't do that. What's the point? Why do it at all? He's already getting an automatic loss, basically. His whole team's on by. I do have like some anti-tanking rules in one of my league, and you do have to set a legal lineup, and the shenanigans that Heath and Dave are pulling in our uh, IDP Dynasty League have... (laughs) made me furious. Um, but you can't change that rule midseason. Like if this guy drafted specifically with the intention of 
having a bunch of guys on by in, in one week, which I think is a, a logical and reasonable strategy. Um, then yeah, you can't, you can't do that. You can't change that rule midstream and like whatever to make him take an auto loss. I don't care. He's going to lose anyway with all those guys on by with Eckler, Keenan Allen, Najee Harris, Mike Williams, Kirk cousins, like all those guys on by that you're, you're going to have to take, you're going to lose anyway, but like a monetary fine. Come on. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's you can't do that mid season. I think that must've been Chris McAllister at, okay. uh, cornerback for those Baltimore Ravens. That that makes sense. All right. So that's one. Fantasy Cops. Number two from Andrew H. from Cincinnati. Hey, Joe, Joe, T, and Jamar. Ah, yes. Yeah. 1993 Dallas Cowboys. No, those are, uh, those are Bengals. Dynasty League that I co-run. A league mate got married a couple of weeks ago. He asked me to give him CeeDee Lamb instead of a wedding gift. My <laughs> wife said I should do it, but ultimately we decided to give the happy couple cash instead as a gift. At the wedding, I heard that he asked another guy in our league to do something similar, but he declined as well. I assume this would have been considered collusion, but is it, or is it just a good, cheap way to get out of paying for wedding gifts? Uh, <laughs> it's collusion. You can't do that. Yeah, I think But, like, if you're so fine funny. with it, you know, that, like... Ultimately, it depends on what your league wants. It's really funny. Give me, personally, give me the cash. Oh, I yeah, made yeah. the mistake of getting married very young when none of my friends had any money. <laughs> so we didn't really get a lot. We were 21. We didn't get a lot of wedding gifts. Oh, I look no. at like some of my friends who get married now, and they're like, oh, we did a down payment on a house with our wedding. And it's like, <laughs> whoa, excuse <laughs> Holy me. Holy cow, that's quite a wedding. I Jeez. Paid for textbooks. So you get invited to a wedding with your wife. What, I don't know if I could even ask this. What's What gift do you give? Cash. Yeah, but how much? Oh, it depends how close we are. <laughs> <laughs> I think I should, specific, I should but, have asked that. That's a, that's a messed up question. But no, yeah. It depends, like if, if, you know, like obviously if you invited me, we're somewhat close. Sometimes right. you get that invite where you're like, oh, really? But with your wife too, right? I mean, then, then you, you know, you get invited as a, well. I no, guess. you get one gift. That's one of the great things about getting married. It's one of the crappy things about getting married is you only get one gift at Christmas and stuff, but I'm not giving, you're not getting a present from both me and my wife. No, but That's I would give, I would give more money if it were me no. and my wife. No. Okay. It also depends on what part of my life I'm in. When I was like 26. <laughs> yeah, right now more than when i was 26 <laughs> yeah i remember i went to uh one of our one of my best friends wedding and me and my other best friend cameron diaz yeah uh no she's not at my best friend's wedding is she oh is she the she's the one she's the one that married. gets left for julia roberts or whatever i don't know i haven't seen yeah it. okay so uh I, I, maybe you saw five minutes of it i promise we I'll agreed me and my friend agreed to give the same amount of money and I intentionally gave one dollar more, <laughs> and I told the I was I told the person getting married I was like I'm giving you one dollar more because we agree. Yeah, so you can always do that. You always one up your friend, be the generous one. All right, this is from Carter. I'm in a company league with ten people. I propose the trade to send Aaron Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Kader. All right, I gotta lower this here. Here's the trade. I give up Aaron Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Kadarius Toney in return for Dalvin Cook. My coworker and I talked, and he decided to accept the trade. 
Aaron Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Kadarius Tony for Dalvin Cook. Our trades are vetoed by league vote, which is the dumbest option ever, but whatever. The trade is obviously fair and almost benefits him more than me, in my opinion. The only reason I did it is because Cook is still good, and this way, my two starting running backs don't have the same bye week. The same day it got uh, it got accepted, my coworker decided he wanted to change his mind and told other members to veto it so it wouldn't go through. So instead of collusion to stack my team, there was collusion from everyone else against me. I said that this is stupid and you can't take it away because you just changed your mind. What do you think should happen? Thank you for your help. So one, I think they did you a favor. I don't think that's a good trade for you. <laughs> you gave up too much to get Dalvin Cook, who, I mean, will probably be a top three running back rest of season, maybe, but... You know, this ankle injury is a little concerning. Agreed. Given, especially with the rest of his injury history. Um, but if the league rule is that you vote to veto trades, which you shouldn't, that's a dumb rule. I agree with him. Uh, there's no, nothing wrong with politicking. There's nothing wrong with glad handing. There's no, nothing there's wrong so, with, you uh, can't tell people to going, veto the trade. Going, sure you can. Oh, wow. You can campaign. No, I don't know. This? This is, like, I'm, not, I'm not saying you can pay people, but like shaking some hands, kissing some babies. There's nothing wrong with that. That's as old. Is... That's as that's as but you're old involved as, in the a, trade. That's as old as American democracy. I don't think this is well. American democracy has been dirty since the beginning of time. We're, we're, we're encouraging exactly. you. What are we encouraging here? Exactly. I don't know. Fantasy we cops live in a don't society. like it. I think it's wrong. I think it's messed up. But I do think Chris is right. You're. Let them do it because you paid, you overpaid. All right, that's it for the Fantasy Cops. When we come back, your email is fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. And I will try to sneeze during the break. We'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome back, everybody. Finishing up our show with uh, your emails. From Travis in Houston, Half Point PPR, Four point per passing touchdown league. Grade the trade. Give Kyler, Carson, and Pitts. Get Hertz, Mixon, and Kelsey. So Kyler to Hertz. Carson becomes Mixon, and Pitts becomes Kelsey. Big upgrades at running back and tight end. Downgraded. Yeah, I would, oh, I would do this in a heartbeat, actually. Yeah, I think that's like a B plus, maybe an A. Like it's, it's a downgrade at quarterback, but Jalen Hurts is real good. He had 27 points last night, and he didn't even play all that well. He's real good in fantasy. That's as I, far as I'll I, go. Look, man, look, all I'll say is let's throw up Jalen Hurts' first like nine starts or whatever it is and compare it to Josh Allen's first nine starts. I bet you J- Jalen Hurts is better. Probably. But that but Allen wasn't good. Right. It I'm doesn't not saying he's going to be Hurts bad forever. Going, but like this like idea that like, oh, Jalen Hurts is going to suck forever. Like, come on. No, I know. it's way too early to say that, but. But he's, he's got to get the rest a, of the season. He's not a very good quarterback, I'd say, at the moment. But he's good for fantasy. That's what matters. So, next email Beckham or Chenault or Brandon Bolden, PPR. Yeah. That was from Pass. Devin, by the way. So, oh, this is Beckham. easy for me. I'll go, I'll go Chenault. I'm going Beckham. I just, Chenault is a good example of that Tyree Kill Me Cole Hardman thing where 
you know, DJ Chark goes down and we're like, oh man. And Chenault's playing basically the exact same role, the exact same snaps, the exact same route share. Jamal Agnew is suddenly the number two wide receiver for the Jaguars. I I have not a lot of faith in Odell Beckham, which really means I don't have a lot of faith in Baker Mayfield, but I have more faith in him than Chenault this week. I guess the only thing is Chenault had two games basically without Chark because Chark got hurt on like the first possession, I think. Right. And Chenault had his best game. Yeah, he did, but a lot of that was on one broken play. Oh, but didn't he have like seven catches or something? Right, right. But like more than half of his yards came on that one broken play. And oh. last week, he had the 158 yard catch, one that came like with 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter, and it was his first target. And it was a 19 yard catch that he turned into a long play. That's what he does. He's really good. Yeah, that's what he's going to do. Right. But he only had three targets. Oh, if it's a bad game. No shit. This and not an easy question. These guys stink. <laughs> they were actually really valuable targets because two of them were end zone targets and one was the 58 yard run, but one of them was also with, I think seven seconds left on the clock. I, you know, if I guess if Landry doesn't play, I Beckham, you know, I, I could be convinced if Landry plays. I'd still go to ah, whatever. It's not bold. And that's the bottom line. Jordan from Canada. Hey, Affleck, Schrager, Stiller and Gretsch. Those are people who love Dunkin Donuts. <laughs> what do any you of not, them? Are you not? Are you not aware of the Ben Affleck Dunkin' Donuts thing? No, I am not. Oh, man. You missed one of the pandemic's greatest cultural touchstones. Really? Just pictures of an increasingly sullen and beaten Ben Affleck picking up his Dunkin' Donuts from Uber Eats every morning. <laughs> it's fantastic. He is like, just be scum- Just looks miserable. Just, every, just like smoking a cigarette, just like. Looks like the wor- the weight of the world is on his shoulders as he's like bending over to pick his bag of Dunkin' Donuts up. It's like Every the, wor- the world is bescumbering Ben Affleck. <laughs> 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 All right, the question from Jordan. I just made this trade. I give up Amari Cooper, Zach Moss, and Tyler Higby for Darren Waller and Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, I think that's a B plus. I really like that. Okay, uh, from. Uh, Joe from, yeah, Joe is, I don't know where he's from. Josh Jacobs, Melvin Gordon, or Mondre Stevenson this week? Oh, Josh Jacobs, as long as he plays. Rondale Moore or Tim Patrick? Uh, that one's closer. I think I would go with Patrick. From Elton, pick two. Robert Woods, Jamar Chase, Deontay Johnson. Man. Yeah, ouch. <laughs> ouch. I think... Ugh, I'm sitting Robert Woods from Dina. But I think all three of them are top 16 for me. Dina says, I currently have Thielen in the flex, but I could put Pittman, Higgins, or Sutton there. Should I take out Thielen for Pittman, Higgins, or Sutton? At standard Higgins. scoring. I think I have all three of those guys ranked higher than Adam Thielen. And I have... I have Pittman ranked highest. From John, what are the odds that Heath shows up for the Sunday recap on Halloween wearing a Chiefs jersey? Well, what would the what would the costume be? He's a Chiefs fan, I guess, or he's a that's Chief? not a costume. Yeah, but you know he's not going to wear a costume. That's just who he oh, is. he might wear a costume. He likes costumes. Let me tell you something. Definitely, we should all wear costumes that day. Let me tell you something about Heath. Okay, Heath likes Halloween. You don't get dressed up for Halloween parties if you don't like Halloween. He, this is a Heath- this is a thing. This is an image thing for him. Heath is um, 
he has he has cultivated an image where he doesn't like a lot of things. Like he doesn't like the Muppets is one of his things. He doesn't. Uh, and look, God bless. You know, we all have our things. I don't like Christmas. So yes, you do. No, I really don't. What? No, I like candy canes. I like having a Christmas tree. Oh, that's the one. But part. as I get older, just the expectations of Christmas and the family stuff is just too much. It gives me anxiety. Oh, it, it, yeah, especially because... Especially now that I have to travel. Are you kidding me? And it's during oh. football season, so it's not like yeah. uh, we're just off. So that I get that. That's unfortunately, like, that's Thanksgiving now. But you, you don't like Christmas? I love Christmas. I love Christmas all like, of the good cheer, and I love how happy everybody is. No, I saw somebody I it. tweet the other day, like, oh, when can we start playing Christmas music? And I was like... Oh, well, I don't like Christmas music. It's coming. And I also don't like Christmas trees. That's the worst part of Christmas. I love a Christmas tree. I'm, I'm responsible for the tree, carrying it up the stairs, water in it. taking it out. Well, no, she puts oh. water in it and decorates oh. it. I'm responsible for the, for the removal and the purchasing and the carrying of the tree. I'm not, so like 12 minutes of work. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. I hate it. Okay. Like, I, I literally drop it down from my second floor onto the, onto the driveway. <laughs> Okay, anyway, uh, from Sean in Saskatchewan. Dear Laurent, Chase, Nikhil, and Chuba. I guess those are Canadian players. They are. Give up DJ Moore and Noah Fant. Get Kelsey and Thielen. Ooh. I think that's a B plus. Yeah. From Mason. I'm in a three-receiver flex league. I have Cup, Thielen, Julio, Claypool, and Miles Sanders fighting for those four spots. This is not a starter sit question. Mm-hmm. Should I just use Sanders for bye weeks or try to package two of the non-cup guys for a stud like Diggs or Ridley? So again, he has Thielen, Julio, Claypool, Miles Sanders, and Cooper Cup. So do you think he should kind of keep his depth or try to package you know, Julio and Claypool for Diggs or something like that? I don't mind the idea of packaging guys to get uh, a high upside player. But the one concern I would have is I do think Julio and Claypool in particular still have quite a bit of upside. Like I could see both of those guys being top 15 wide receivers if things go right, in which case, you know, having both of those guys might be better than Diggs or Ridley. Although having Diggs or Ridley is obviously a, a really fun thing as well. So, yeah. Let's see. I would say wait this week and see, you know, how Julio looks, how Claypool looks, what kind of role he's got. Um, yeah, although, you know what? I, frankly, I would never package Julio and Claypool. It would be somebody in Thielen. Yeah, I think that would have to be the thing. Just I, I feel like, and maybe this is wrong. Maybe this is stupid. Maybe it's Julio and Claypool could be anything. They could even be Stefan Diggs, except they don't have that kind of upside. But, um, yeah, I, I I think I wouldn't do it. But that might be really stupid. No, what Julio and Claypool for Diggs? Is that what you're saying? You yeah, wouldn't do not it? doing it could be stupid. No, I I, I like wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it either. Wide receiver rest of season, it's probably gonna be pretty stupid. I wouldn't do it either though, because we are in the bye weeks now and you're going to you you need the depth, especially in a three receiver league. It's not that clear cut. Okay, anyway, uh yeah. this is from who are you? Patty from Richmond, Virginia. So, full PPR? I need two running backs. Yes, from Richmond. 
What's that? It says the home of Arthur Ashe. I was trying to remember where he's from. Yeah, Richmond. Yep. Joe Mixon, you're starting him. Don't worry about the yep. word. They said he's going to have a full workload. So who's the second running back in full PPR? Daryl Henderson, Chase Edmonds, Javante Williams, Khalil Herbert. Oh, and you can th- and a flex too, and Sterling Shepard. So now we need one running back and a flex. Henderson, Edmonds, Javante, Khalil Herbert, Shepard. Henderson and... That was Edmonds. Yeah. Henderson, Edmonds, and Mixon would yeah. be the guys. Mark in the shark bite capital of the world. Mm, those are delicious. Is that, where they, is that where they make the gummies? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Love yeah, the white those, one. Oh, so good. 10 team, half PPR, three receivers, two flex. I gave up Damian Harris and Amari Cooper. I got James Robinson. I'm fine with it. I think that's a B. And from Reed, start one. Miles Gaskin, Robert Woods, Khalil Herbert, Kadarius Tony, half PPR. Mm, it's Robert Woods for me. It is Robert Woods for Chris, and that is how we end the show. Thanks so much for watching on YouTube. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the games. Get yourself a win, and we'll talk to you on Sunday morning, I guess, for FFT and 5, and then Sunday night for the recap show. Bye. Every sport has their big, juicy controversy. Boxing has the Mike Tyson ear bite. Cycling has Lance Armstrong. Baseball has its steroid era. Curling has... Broomgate. It's a story of broken relationships, houses divided, corporate rivalry, and a performance-enhancing broom. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate. Available now.